I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, hey. Welcome back, guys. We are back with the Tiger King After Show here on AfterBuzz. Today, we are covering Season 1, Episode 4, Playing With Fire. I'm your host, Jesse Zayner, and I am here with my two co-hosts, Al Gregg. Say hey to everybody, Al. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Al Gregg. I'm over here, you know, disinfecting everybody. I don't know if you can see this, but <laughs> this, this episode was so crazy. I feel like I need to swallow, like, a gallon of bleach. Like, I need to spray this bleach don't in my do mouth, it. in my eyeballs, to get every, like, scandal, cricket scandalous thing out of it. So I'm here. Let's do it. I got my mask on. Let's get it. And we also have with us today Cortez Kirkwood. Cortez, tell everybody, uh, say hi to everybody. Hey, how's everyone doing? It's Cortez. Uh, we're quarantining and chilling and exactly. after buzzing. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> and there's so much going on with this show and this episode in particular, because it's not just like one thing. There's just like a number of things that go on. So let's just get right into it. Mm-hmm. This episode, we see the real feud between Carol and Joe start playing out in the legal system. What did you guys think of everything that was going on between them? We'll start with you, Al. What, what were your thoughts about it? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, what is, what's the saying? It's like never getting a farting contest with a skunk because <laughs> nobody wins. I mean, Carol has the thing is she has the money to keep it going, but I think maybe if she could look back differently, maybe she would, I don't know, have, taken a different tack because these that kind of feud public feud that drags on for years in the courts and in the media it's not healthy it's, it's stressful but you know we saw her crazy side and obviously we knew joe was all crazy too so she decided to poke the bear so she got what she got exactly um joe lost it you know i i, I actually love joe joe at this point he had reached like a new level of petty and he was just ready to go to swinging at Carol. He's 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 just swung and swung and swung. Um, it was very amusing to watch. It was very this episode was I mean, it was actually had more of funny moments. Like I really enjoyed them because you know you have these two uh, animal lovers just basically going back to back. It's like watching if you watch Housewives, Mimi and and Kim battling yep. each other. You know it was just it was never going to end. Um, right. And it never really did end. It kept going and going and going. So. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I like Joe, and I, you know, I, I kind of like that he was kind of harassing Kara. It didn't really bother her. She's a <laughs> very too. unbothered woman. She's a very unbothered one. I will say that. Um, but like you said, it was just, it was a never anything. And I feel more for me. I feel more for her new husband because he's having to go through all this with her. He must really love her. Right. Like, and I hope she really loves him because she obviously didn't love Don or anyone else. <laughs> The good thing is she can't really kill this husband because then she would definitely be found guilty, right? Like everybody would know. So he's safe. But I I feel like he's like one of the most sane people in this series. And he does seem normal. He looks normal. Everything seems normal about him. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of crazy, but it's kind of like what they said. Basically, somebody was saying they thought that Carol and Joe or Carol was just trying to like threaten Joe and show him that like you know she was just basically trying to to make a point but she just kept going with it and I think this is such a good point because she really does go at him and she wants all of his money and all of his possessions 
to the point where if you are watching the Netflix and you, they show a picture of this page and they kind of scroll through it. It's like the most bogus stuff. Like she wants a CD burner from him. She wants a, a plastic shelf. She wants a, a bullet, like a, you know, like a cork board display. Like she literally wants everything from Joe. Like there's, there's sometimes you threat, like you would do something legal to make a point. So like, yeah. stop using my picture, stop yeah. putting my name out there. Just leave me alone. But like, yeah. she's literally taking Joe for everything he's worth, which is why he then goes and starts blowing things up, which I thought was <laughs> insane and amazing. Yeah. No, you don't black back a wild animal up in a corner. You don't back a rat in the corner because he has no place else to come out and fight swinging for his life. But um, we roasted Carol pretty good, and she deserves to be roasted. But, yeah, I feel like I got to get it uh, Joe this time around, too. Because with the blowing up, taking the machine gun, and shooting a dummy of her, putting yeah. a dildo in her mouth, he was like, that's the what Carol watches <laughs> And the, the bunny. Crazy, but that yeah. was literally crazy. Can you imagine if somebody was stalking you who was, like, literally, like, put your image up on the wall and was, like, shoot bullets at it? He's crazy. And he was worse, taking I guess, a little saying, We knew he was crazy, but... I think she kind of drove him over the edge as we were talking about. And I really didn't like how I'll get to, you know, him and his mom later. Yes. I want to bring that up for sure. So don't forget that point. But one thing Cortez oh, yeah. said last episode was that Carol is like a genius. And this is in this episode, you see how manipulative she can be. Mm -hmm. um, they had the picture of the bunnies and she, and, and Joe kept posting it on Facebook. So she copyrighted the picture so that he couldn't even post it anymore. I mean, like who thinks to do this shit? Who has time to do she's that? She's a smart woman. She's very smart. And that's how, that is how you know she's able to get away with what she did. She's very right. smart. She's yeah. smart and she's like, I got time, cuz. Yeah. Nothing but time. <laughs> and money. Right. And money. Right. So the thing, so not only do I think people like don't like her because she killed her husband, but then also for her to go after Joe's parents was so sad to see. Like to, they went bankrupt. And then the sad plea they give over the GoFundMe, I just thought that was so sad. And I, I, I mean, she was worried that Joe was going to go after her family, but then she goes after his. Cortez, what were your thoughts about um, her going after Joe's family like that? I thought I, I was very sad. It was very sad to watch because the mom, she was kind of like crying. And, you know, for one, you know, she went after the family, but the family just, I feel bad for the family on both sides because both, I feel like both Carol and Joe went after the family. Joe was constantly going to them for money and, you know, and that's his parents and the parents was like, sure, like, I think she even said that, you know, he just brought this paper and I just signed it. I don't even think she really know, knew. It was or like maybe a Teresa Judice situation. Yeah, like. But not I, illegal, I guess. The parents were just innocent bystanders that somehow got drugged into this whole thing on both sides. I think they both equally played a part in like running them through the mud. Yeah. But right. and we got to call out, you're exactly right. But Joe's just an asshole, man, for like doing that to his parents. We know yeah. he's constantly True. switching the True. name around and the ownership and putting this person's, that person's name so he can hide his assets. But when you put him into his mom's, he knew what the hell he was doing. He didn't tell yeah. her about it. I mean, I kind of lost respect for him at that point. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought that was really nasty. It's just so sad. Like his parent, his mom seemed so good to him. So he loved yeah. him to death. Yes. We have mom. And she and still was able to defend. She still was able to know. You know, defend him. Like she was able yeah. to have his back and say how, you know, about Carol. So yeah. And we have mommy in color in the live chat. And she says, I don't blame Carol for going after Joe. He came for her just as hard. Or maybe she was going tit for tat with him, 
but he lost because of money. And then she says, I'm not mad at Carol for anything, for everything that she did to Joe. Maybe she did kill her husband, but until anyone has a shred of proof, it doesn't fall or does it not fall under slander? Mm. She's right about that. That's why I'm even careful with what I'm saying over here. Yeah, God. Allegedly. No, don't bring Carol over here. I know, no, definitely don't. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know the laws behind that. But she, she also says, and I don't think Carol went after his parents just to be wicked. If Joe's parents, if Joe's parents name was on some paperwork, and she was after Joe, then so be it that falls under Joe, not Carol. And that's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. Al. Yeah. yeah. So he, he led them. He led her to his family, basically by doing that. That was kind of like a you know, in the moment, clearly, he, in this episode, he's not making very smart decisions at all. And right. that was just probably the, the worst decision I think he made um, was to lead them to the parents. And now they have like, you know, they, he, he's still constantly trying to fight them legally and, yeah. you know, not winning. So it's just like, right. where's all this money coming from, you know? <laughs> right. And that's where, um, Al, you were, you were talking about it last episode, but Howard kind of Joe was starting to run out of money. And so he came to Howard and they tried to make a deal because Joe um, can pay more in the summer when people come to the, to the zoo more. So he was making this deal with Howard and Howard was good on it, but then he brought Carol in and then Carol said, but I want your parents' house. And so they were about to make a deal to get this done, but Carol had to have his parents' house. And then that's where all hell broke loose again. And Joe kind of lost it. And that's where you see, it's just really sad yeah. because uh, Al, just tell I me. Know, I mean, I'm saying, and like the other girl said, I think, you know, there's enough blame to go around tit for tat. But like I said, when you just take away everything and then you're going after his parents, at a certain time, you got to like throw in the talent and take the high road because that's hanging on your karma. That's what I believe, you know, and your conscience, you know, the rest of this, the rest of her lifetime. And now her life sucks because yeah. she's a persona non grata. Mm-hmm. Cortez, yeah. what are your thoughts? No, I agree. I think she, uh, you know, it, 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 it's like she, but here's, I, you know, to play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if she had a stopped, what do you think Joe would have stopped? Because Joe seemed to be very consistent on doing whatever he could and say to, to make her look, you know, to do anything to Carol. So, and I don't know if, if Joe was the type of person to like throw the, throw the red flag or the towel in, maybe, yeah. but I don't think he's like that kind of person. And right. because of that, it was like, she just was like, I don't know what way to take him out other than right. to go for everything. Right. You know, I think that maybe that's how I could see it. Cause he wasn't a person that you know, we're back down. He was very I, I agree, you know, that at that I mean, Joe was going to, he would have burned down and like sacrificed any family or an employee member, I figure, at the end exactly. if it just meant just getting at Carol. That's the point I feel like. It was like desperate. He, he was very desperate. So, right. so it, it's definitely on him for exposing his, his family and his mother to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, d- I definitely agree with you. I think that there's like no stopping him. Like he, even even his friends were saying like he became like obsessed with this. And yeah. I think even yeah. if Carol and Howard kind of stopped and <laughs> laid down, yeah, I think Joe would just keep going at them. So maybe this is what she had to do. Maybe she, she couldn't stop it. So she just had to go for everything. And just yeah. to clarify, you guys, so the audience knows too, it's not just that you wanted the house, um, you know, and you can say, you know, it's Joe's fault for doing that. But they got to Joe. Obviously, has zero income. He's negative income. So for him to keep the uh, park open, you know, he was gonna to basically continue to charge. And she was like, 
an, an irrational statement like, no, I don't want you charging me more for the well, animals. Right. Right. And I want you to pay me. It's like, how are you going to get the money to pay you? That's <laughs> right. You're right. It was totally irrational. I know. And that was actually sad because the cats started like not being able to eat and stuff. They the didn't have the suffered. food to there feed them. And that's what's really, that's what's the really sad. In this. suffered. Yeah. Both of them. Plague on both their houses. Yeah. Yeah. The cats were in the, in the house. <laughs> she said they, they said they couldn't sleep. I'm like, what is going on? I know. Oh my gosh. So in the mix of all of this, while all this is going on, we get to see more of Rick this episode. And I love Rick. Like, I just think he's so interesting. And he is, I feel like he's just like real about the whole situation um he's wanting to you know he's starting this reality show and he's also taking over like joe exotic tv the internet show <laughs> but in all of this the studio burns down while joe Scandalous. is at a funeral in chicago <laughs> what were your initial thoughts cortez when you heard initially before you heard more about it that the place burned down i gagged for one i was very like <gasps> You know, this is this is just perfect for all of this, you know, so for all of this footage that he's talked about, you know, he's talking about how he is basically filming everything, you know, he's not putting the camera down ever. And then for it to all just go up in flames. Now, with him, I, I enjoyed Rick, but my confusion with Rick is that initially in one of the episodes, he said, the early episodes, he was talking about how he really didn't care about the internet show as much right. as he cared about the reality TV show. Mm -hmm. But when it all went into flames, it, he has so much, you know, passion for the internet show. At least that's how I, that's how I received it in speaking about it. So he was just like, you know, why would I do that? It's just, you know, this is all. And I was like, well, you really didn't care about the internet show. The reality show seems to be your main focus here. Yes. And it, what the thing with Rick, I think he was just really about money. He didn't care if Joe had have started, you know, beating things to a bloody pulp. He would have been right there like this. He wanted to get. Because it was about whatever would, whatever would come from that footage, which it was all golden footage. It really was. Yeah. Watching right. it, it yeah. they had a really good reality thing going. But and now what's it's really sad it's is, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of these deals. They happen all the time when you go into business with somebody. There were two shady moves that Rich Rick did. And what's the name of the reality producer? Rick. Oh. I thought Rick was the rich guy. Is that Jeff? No, that's Jeff, yeah. Jeff's Rick's the, the reality Jeff. producer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them basically when he settled with jeff and jeff's taken over and he's going to pay off his debt and he's going to sign over the zoo to him under a different name when you sign something over to somebody you're supposed to stipulate that i'm still going to get a percentage whether yeah. it's you know 50 50 or five percent off the top i'm going to be a permanent employee you know where i maintain you know reasonable control or presence every day the guy was just like f you he was like f you and so yeah, no, I, I'm glad you bring that up because Rick did say the only way that um, Joe was going to be able to get out of the debt was through this reality show. Uh, but he said that he uh, Joe was like fearful of him because Rick could basically take the footage and make the reality show out to be whatever it was. And yeah. Joe was saying stuff like he had Rinky doing all this veterinary work, but he's like not a veterinarian. So he had like all this illegal stuff that he probably could have got busted for. Yeah. And I'm sorry, just let me just one more uh, note yeah, yeah, to piggyback go. on. Um, it's just in a, back to the shady business thing. Even um, uh, uh, Rick, he was a reality show producer. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
what was she, he did basically the same thing when you go into a deal with somebody again you can like clarify we're both going to own the on the rights or i own half the rights or maybe you get none of the rights and i'm going to pay you on the salary the right. fact that he said not only do i own his internet show i own all the footage in the reality show again that's something you don't do to somebody you respect mm-hmm. uh, yeah I don't know that he respected him, to be honest with Apparently you. Not. I don't think it was, in, it was all, it was with Joe, I mean, sorry, Rick. With Rick, it was strictly business. He, he right. saw this million dollar, whatever opportunity with the footage that he had. And, you know, I, it goes into flames. It's just like, you know, and then you see how he's allegedly kind of accused. They, he, they show the footage and they believe right. that. That's, it's funny because that was, I don't know, we haven't seen the guy walk. But it kind of looked like he would walk like that. It yeah. looked like a Bigfoot. Like <laughs> the big it crazy, like grainy footage. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That may be him. <laughs> right. So we have people in the chat talking about this mommy in color coming in great with the commentary. I don't think it benefited Rick to destroy his own footage. As he said, that was his retirement burned up. My mom's in the chat. Cindy Zayner thinks she agrees it wasn't Rick. I agree because the thing is all the reality footage was also in that studio. So everything that burned down was his whole reality show and all the internet stuff. So I agree. he can't make the show now. And I, yeah. But what if he, what if he was paid elsewhere? Well, that's what Joe thinks. Is that what you guys think? Do you think Carol paid I him? I think nobody has clean hands. So everybody's suspect. But the we reason again, sh- I'm kind of put uh, before I was kind of blaming, you know, maybe Jeff or maybe Rick did it. But the reason I'm back to Joe, I circled around, is because, the again, people do weird things when you screw them. If he, if him and uh, Rick are going back and forth, by the way, not only do I own the reality show, I own your online TV, and I own you and you have everything, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that person's going to go to? Oh, really? You think you have everything? I'm going to set everything on fire. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. basically what he was saying to his lawyer, too. Like, he was telling his lawyer, and his lawyer's like, how are you protecting it? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. you know... He he's just saying uh, uh, all the footage is in the studio. They don't have any backups. Also, who where, why is the, where is the backup? Thank you. What why the hell? are you filming? Listen, I can film something <laughs> in, in my living room. I'm going to make sure that it's like safe and backed up or something. I mean, that's yeah. like videography 101, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just like I can't believe you didn't back up any of the footage. Like that's incredible. <laughs> Incredible to me. And so, yeah, so you have that whole interview that he's doing. Like, I don't know who's taping him at that time, but he was like, roll everything. Don't take the cameras off me all day. Right. So you mm-hmm. hear him interacting with his lawyer and he's basically like, you see what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, I got you. But also the other thing is it makes sense for Joe to burn the place down because yeah. Carol's going to get that information anyways. And they if let Carol, them know out. Yes. If Carol gets the, in, if Carol gets all the footage <clears throat> and all everything that's on the computers, See, this is where I don't know. So maybe somebody in the chat or maybe one of you guys that knows more about like law stuff can tell me, but like if Carol gets everything that Joe owns, does Rick get the footage back or is it going to be saved on the computer that Carol then takes? Well, if, if what Rick was stating was true is that they had a written agreement that he owns the rights to the footage. So the footage is his. So if they had signed a legal document, then she can't come in and take that because that's his. So, but, but what if she takes the computers? Will she still get the footage? Like, could oh, she still get it, the footage? There you go. Possession hmm. is nine tenths of the law. He, Jeff can say that's my footage on that computer, but good luck seeing that footage, right? Yeah. So that's that, that's, that's what Howard was bringing up too. We have Cindy Petrie and she said, I saw an interview with Rick. He had a lot of footage of animal abuse by Joe. The dogs didn't, did not match on film. Rick said mm. backup wasn't a safe, but 
fire was so hot it destroyed the safe. So I, I think just Joe did it. I just do. I think he got in that fight with Rick a week before. He burned the place down, not only for Rick, but in case they confiscated the computers, even if Rick got all the footage, is there a way Carol could have got somebody to retrieve it? And I don't know. Next thing you know, she has all this animal abuse stuff too. That situation, I, mm, there's so many ways, you, so many ways and avenues you can go with that. Because you have you have Joe who is crazy, may do anything, and you right. have you know Carol who has all this money, so she has connections. She has you know she clearly is trying to do everything she can. And then I mean I, I'm not going to rule Rick out. I'm not going to say that he did it, but some of it is just a little. It looks kind of his he, he did not have a genuine friendship with uh, Joe. It was all business, and it's all monetary. He wanted money, so I just feel that. Just like many other scenarios in this documentary, money may, may have been involved to where he was still past something on the side. You know? And I'm just going <laughs> to throw this in, ladies and gentlemen. People in the chat, tell me if you're filming. The lesson I take from that is that even if you're you're going to get the lion's share of some of something of a project, you got to throw somebody else a bone. It's like the same thing in the music industry when the uh, uh, when the labels shelves shelves their artist or you know makes them you know puts off their album for three years they've been waiting on you're not going to get the best production out of it. you're not going to get the most positive joe you're not going to get the best content what you're going to get by making them mad and not even giving them out is him blowing your shit up yeah basically so so final thoughts al who do you think did it uh, i think joe did it cortez <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> I too think Joe did Don't it. Don't beat me up. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll, ne we'll never know, but that's yeah, who we'll I think know. did it. Let us know who you guys think did it in the comments. We'd love to hear. We lo just love talking about the Tiger King. Um, the next big part of this episode was we finally get introduced to Jeff Lowe. Uh, mm. Al, first thoughts on Jeff Lowe. Man, Jeff is so cheesy. I don't know. What do you, what do you call that old brand that went out in the 2000s with like the Crazy Ed Hardy. Tigers in the Ed top. Hardy. Yeah, yeah Ed Hardy. Tom totally Hardy. reminds me of the Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy kind. <laughs> he was still rocking the Tom Hardy and like the sequence jeans and stuff. That was crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, I think uh, maybe, I don't know what Joe's intentions are. And I, I'm going to get back to the whole money thing, but I'm going to say, as we know, Joe is, is his angel. He comes out to bail him out, pays Joe's debt, you know, pays uh, off the, you know, the claim or whatever. We talked about, I'm not going to go and retract the deal, the effed up deal that he made, but, you know, look how, you know, it bit him in the butt too. But I guess what I'm saying, man, is like, I just know so many guys like, like, uh, like that guy and the Tom Hardy, he's up there like taking pictures with all these girls and, you know, in the hotel and all that. And yeah, you know, the girl is, it, what do you say? Is that the, it takes the little pussy to get the big pussy, you know, for me and my girl to be swingers. I was like, dude, ain't nobody coming up to see you and your tigers. I'm just saying, all those girls look like escorts to me. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it also was Vegas. It was Vegas. Yeah. 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 What so, are your thoughts on Jeff Cortez? I mean, he's an opportunist, obviously. He, 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 he saw someone that was in need, and he used that to get what he wanted. What he, I mean, he was he's obviously a very smart person. He may be related right. to Carol. They were very smart. Yeah. Um, and not, not saying that, not really, but... Um, that that whole segment from his, his introduction to the the Vegas and the the the, the Tigers and the hotel, he like I said, he just was 
an opportunist. He saw a weakness in Joe, which was financial and because he was behind on his Ferrari payments too. <laughs> right. And his yeah. and his house was was rented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all smoke and mirrors. Yes. He he's he, he's he's the perfect example of um I can't even think of the word. I put this actually put it in my notes. Where does it say? The perfect example of something with a false, somebody with a falsified life. But what you see is not what you get. And right. Joe just, you know, he presented an image and Joe took it. Right. You know, it's so funny because when he first came on the show, I was all pumped by it because the first thing we see, like really the big part we <clears throat> see was him in the call with Joe. Mm-hmm. Because at first they, he was, Joe was like secretive and nobody really knew what was going on. But we see the first phone call where everybody had to leave and he was in there with Joe. And they were talking to Howard and Carol and the lawyer and he like out of nowhere just starts going off on the lawyer. And he's like, I woke up in a free effing country and I'm still here. And he just starts going off. And I'm like, how did Joe find an investor that's literally as crazy as him? And I thought they were going to like tag team and like be so amazing together. And when they hung that call up, Joe kind of gave him this look like he was like shocked. He was like, oh, that's like you're as crazy as me. Yeah. He was like, he was like, oh my God, my idol. That was amazing. So I was really looking forward to this connection that these two were going to have. But we, we know because of the episodes that are to come that it, it quickly turns downhill. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just a lot, a lot of crazy stuff with Joe. So I don't know. Any other thoughts, or I mean, with Jeff, but any other thoughts you guys have on Jeff? We have a lot of people commenting on the live chat. Let's see. What do they have to say about Jeff? Let's see. Yeah, Yeah. everyone just said he looks dated. Yeah. (laughs) He does. I mean, but they they were in Oklahoma. I mean, I live in Oklahoma, so maybe Uh Ed Hardy was the look there. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Are they still rocking Ed Hardy out there? Maybe, maybe that was it. And it was what, two, it was like what, so many years ago. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah, people in the live chat are just saying um, he's shady. Um, and Carrie E brings up a good point. Every one of them are, manipul- are manipulative opportunists. Yeah. They all deserve yeah. each so, other. Yeah. Everyone. Even the one that got her arm, got her arm, you know. <laughs> no, Sorry. not her. I like her, but I like her too. I want to hear well, how is she shady? Tell us, Cortez. Huh? What yeah. did you did you not like something about Seth? She let she let her arm get eaten off. She said, "I mean, you you work with these animals every day. What what yeah. what was your arm doing in there?" <laughs> Slipping. That was yeah. a big mistake. Slipping. Exactly. It, it was. Yeah. Exactly. And then so. you know. I just, I, I wish I had been here last week when we talked about episode two. Cause. Oh my gosh. <laughs> about his medic jacket that he randomly had. And all the workers and girls and stuff. I'm just like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, there's just so much with this show. We so go on for days. I mean, it's all I read about all week. It's just crazy. And it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. So what, Cortez, are your final thoughts of episode four? Um, I didn't have any, you know, thoughts on Jeff when he came, but obviously at the end of this episode, you find out that he took the zoo, um, which also didn't surprise me. So I just, my whole thing in this episode, I was just curious to know that if, if Carol is hitting him with all these different lawsuits and court actions, 
and then the parents, everyone's been taken down through there. How was he able, I mean, not how, but he was still somehow moving forward in a way. And then he was, you know, finally getting to a point where he felt he was. I think we just lost Cortez. Can you hear him? Can you hear me still? Oh, uh, now I, I can I just hear heard you. That last yeah. Oh. I see you. I can hear you. Al, what are your thoughts on this episode? <laughs> bonkers yeah. just bonkers um i'm waiting to see all this plays out i mean it's definitely entertaining like i said i like joe's you know diss record to carol <laughs> everybody go check out his catalog what is it called hey kitty <laughs> so if anything we get a we get a good laugh but it's kind of tragic tragic how all these kind of i don't know hurt and uh wounded people founded <laughs> each other and just kind of perpetuated that cycle right so, Right. I know. It's going to be really interesting to see what is to come with the Tiger King. So until next episode, Al, we're going, to move on, time? we're going to move on to your segment. So tell everybody what you got today. Everybody, what's up with your boy Al with my special animal apocalypse uh, segment, hashtag animal apocalypse, hashtag quarantine and chill. <laughs> Every week I've been coming to you with some crazy animal stories. But by the way, I want you guys to know animals aren't necessarily the craziest people. Sometimes we see like with Joe and Carol and all these characters, uh, people are the craziest people. But let me just get this off too. This is what the world is coming to. Animals in the apocalypse. Cicadas? Cicadas. Cicadas? Yes. Cicadas. Cicadas infected with a particular fungus develop a drug-like energy rush, engage in a raucous orgy, then literally lose their butts. According to a recent study, the massopora fungus contains a cocktail of, ke of chemicals, including traces of amphetamines and hallucinogens. <laughs> that means, okay, that means they're high off meth too, just like all our guys. <laughs> <laughs> and hallucinogens and sex-fueled frenzy. Males will even try to copulate with each other and imitate female behavior to attract a mate under the influence of the fungus. Kids, that's why you don't do drugs. <laughs> the fungus spreads through these sexual exchanges and also gets released by infected insects in a dramatic spray of disintegrated body parts. So basically their body parts just explode and it's airborne, kind of like what we're going through now. Hopefully not that bad. Oh gosh. <laughs> these, these animals are pretty freaky. Um, that's why we call them flying salt shakers of death. <laughs> I oh my! I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Gosh, cicadas are so gross. I know uh, Cortez has had some experiences with them down in Tennessee. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Gosh. I mean, bad. I, I have a small, small story. Okay. Yeah, go, go for so it. So I was, I this, I was still in college. I was driving to work, and um, I kept hearing a cicada, but I didn't see it. Oh, well, it turns out it was, it had gotten like in the, the grill of my car, you know? And so it was like, eh. I thought it was in the car. So I like literally stopped the car and got out <laughs> to more cicadas. <laughs> no. Oh my God. I would have, I would have literally crashed my car. Those things. No, it was, it was, they were crazy. They were everywhere. Oh, like you, cause you know, they're, they're blind. So they just, they just, they're just flying. They can't yeah. see. 
They just running into everything. Oh my god, that, that's disgusting. a nightmare. So speaking of quarantine and chill, though, really quick, um, for all you guys out there that are also stay at staying at home in quarantine, and maybe you're hanging out on Zoom like like we are right now, social distancing from your friends. Um, one quarantine and chill story that I have um, from this week is that my mom. Shout, shout out to my mom who is actually with us in the live chat. Hey, mom. She, hey. she was meeting with all of her friends for a little wine party via zoom app and mm. we were able to do like a little april fool's joke on them where she shared the invite with me and i went in as joe exotic right into their into her group with all of her friends and pretended i was joe exotic played sound bites and they had no idea who i was playing audio from joe oh you i had to <laughs> Oh, if you guys are bored at home, just get on your parents' <laughs> like Zoom parties and troll their friends. They'll eventually kick you out and then you won't be allowed in. But it's <laughs> super fun and entertaining while you're trapped in your house. So my mom doesn't know how to use Zoom. She just learned how to use FaceTime. So we're gonna take baby steps. <laughs> yes. Okay, and then on we we do have some news and gossip for this episode as well regarding Joe, because Joe and Lauren Lowe have been um interviewed a little bit about the Netflix documentary because everybody that's in the show actually seems to be really upset about it we talked about Carol last episode Doc's really mad about it too but um Jeff and Lauren Lowe who currently run the zoo that Joe used to own um told the media exchange in a separate interview that they were really unhappy about the Netflix documentary as well so separate from what Carol reported and they touched on about this, this is a direct quote from Jeff. They touched on about 10% of the story. It, the, 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 I'm sorry. The portrayal of us stealing the zoo from Joe was very unfair because we came here to help him. We got it back on its feet. We left to move away because we didn't want to be in a zoo in Oklahoma. So the notion that we tried to steal the zoo from him was just ridiculous. Then how come you didn't include Joe in the contract? You're supposed to give him some like, some, like basically a, a slush fund or, or a salary or if you're not giving him points off the deal. Otherwise, he's, I, he's just continued to be broke. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, like, I, same with Carol. I don't know how they would want to be portrayed. I mean, someone else in the documentary said they stole the zoo, and now he no longer has the zoo. So what is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So that's what they said. Um, uh, real quick, Justin, just on the line of documentaries. I mean, again, because I want to be uh, objective. We we're talking about how, uh, how the narrative of a documentary can change depending on the footage. So maybe it evolved in something that they didn't think. But uh, with that said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they could have expected anything different. That's that's just my perspective. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm get, you know, going back and rewatching the episodes, I'm going to have to really keep in mind their thoughts and see if I can see where it went wrong. But I mean, I don't know. So that's just his, I, I, this is why I want to hear from these people, like uh -huh. what is really going on that we're not seeing. Mm -hmm. Somebody's if, in jail. Somebody got murdered. Who knows? Somebody's dancing in a leopard thong. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. We need the one girl that um, went, I can't, she worked at one of the, uh, the, the this, one of the zoos. She had her name changed. I can't think of her name now. We, we need her to come speak. <laughs> Which I think it was the, they named her Bala. He named her named her Bala. Oh, um, Barbara Fisher from um, Doc Antle's 
Uh, we need her. She saved yes. part of the I literally have been searching for her, but her name is so common. I just can't find her. So if anybody yeah. has any connections to Barbara Fisher um, from Iowa that used to work over at Myrtle Beach Safari, please send her our way because I would love to talk to her because, yes, I totally agree with Cortez on this one. We need her. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, any last thoughts before we sign off for the day? Just, uh, I don't think I have be safe this, out the rest there, of the story I've been is in my bunker for, for the... two weeks. I'm over here. I got my shank over here. Casey zombies start running in the door. I told you <laughs> I guys about the zombie about ants. Story. And then who knows? Now I got to worry about cicadas. I've been wrapping oh. tissue about it just like they do in jail. You wrap tissue around your, you know, around your toothbrush. I'm running out of toilet paper. Y'all barely making it over here. Oh, my God. You I have everything. <laughs> You have yeah. everything that people don't have in the, in the stores. We're gonna come over there and come for you. Because <laughs> I have the sword, so let them come. Yeah, <laughs> see that sword? <laughs> Chop I'm up gonna put on my Kara mask. Yes. Any last thoughts, Cortez? Um, no, I don't have any any last thoughts right now. Um, the rest of it does unfold. It gets even crazier, believe yes. it or not. And yeah. I know we're so we're so looking forward to talking about the rest of the season with you guys. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us in the live chat. Please comment, like, um, follow us online. Let us know what you're thinking. We will always respond to you. We're super into the show, super into what your guys' thoughts are mm -hmm. behind it. We love hearing from other people's perspectives that are different mm -hmm. than ours. So like, for example, mommy in color, like she was bringing all this factual information about Carol. That was really interesting. Appreciate it. Want to hear from you guys. Let us know your thoughts. Connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, Al G, tell everybody where they can find you. Hey everybody, it's your boy Al Greg. You can find me on Instagram at ALG. That's Al G underscore Jamaica House Film. I just want everybody to be safe, to get the mask. So now they're saying this thing could be airborne before it was just like the droplets might live in the air. So I think that's the next thing that might be mandating masks. And uh, I think you got to wear a mask when you watch this show, man. When I start hearing the debauchery, I got to like pour bleach in my ears, you know, and <laughs> poke out my eyes and, you know, social distance. You know, you guys are looking kind of kind of suspect over there, too. So stay back. <laughs> Cortez, tell everybody um, where they can find you at. You can find me on Instagram as well at Stupid Wild Tez. As I said, I'm just as wild, not as Joe or Kara, but, you know, in a fun way. And uh, holla at me. Yes. And I'm Jesse Zayner. Thanks so much for joining us. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. And until next week, guys, stay safe, stay home, and we'll see you guys next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.